Sport Accord hosts the 8th and largest edition of the annual IF Forum in Lausanne, November 3rd through November 5th. You're listening to the latest Around the Rings podcast. I'm Nicole Bennett. Representatives from international federations are gathering at this year's forum to discuss important current issues and share ideas about best management practices through a series of workshops, case studies, and discussion groups. Speakers so far have included IOC President Thomas Bach, Sport Accord President Marius Wieser, Olympian Nadia Komenich, and Michael Peters, CEO of Euronews. Around the Rings editor Ed Hula and ATR publisher Sheila Hula are attending the 2014 IF Forum in Lausanne, and Ed joins us now. So Ed, what is the IF Forum all about? Well, it was begun about eight years ago as a as a way for the international federations, all of the international federations, not just the Olympic ones, but the sports which are not on the Olympic program, to get together, share ideas in a in a private way. The meeting for the first first eight years has been closed to to press coverage, and only this year have they opened it up to allow the media to hear more of what the federations are are, are talking about. And it's it's pretty businesslike. There's nothing flashy. There's nothing particularly controversial involved with what they're talking about. It's it's their their management and operation, uh, the day-to-day activities of an international federation. So today, the first keynote speaker on the program for the forum was Olympian Nadia Komenich. What is her connection or her relation to technology at the Olympics? Well, very famous people remember Nadia Komenich as the first gymnast to score a perfect 10 in her event at the Olympic Games. Um, and at, in 1976, at the time this happened, the scoring system was set up so that the best, the top score that it could record was a 9.95. And everybody thought nobody will ever make a, a perfect score. So there's no need to have that additional decimal place, if you will, in the uh, scoring system. So they just went the way it was. And when it came time for her to her score to be revealed and her first perfect 10 showed up as a 1.0. And she thought, oh, that's pretty bad. I thought I did a, <laughs> a really great job. And the public address announcer had to come on and 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 tell the crowd and tell the the gymnast that it was a 10 not a 1.0 which point the arena in Montreal erupted with applause and she went on to score four more 10.0s in in that 1976 olympics so it's a a very simple and very poignant example of how athletes can put technology to the test in uh, in some unusual ways and aside from uh, Nadia Komenich, I know one of the key speakers today was IOC President Thomas Bach, and he talked to the federations about the UN resolution that was passed Friday concerning autonomy in sport. Why is this important to the federations? Because often the federations find themselves, especially at the national level, their national governing bodies, affected by government interference, attempts by um, the national government to exercise control, say, over football, which is very popular in many countries of the world, or some other sport, uh, enact legislation which limits the ability of the national federations to 
select who they want to be their, the leader of their federations. And it's caused all kinds of battles around the world. We hear about it often in, in the case of the National Olympic Committees, which have had to face challenges from, from governments. And the IOC has had to step in to make sure that uh, the government stays out of the business of sport. IOC President Thomas Bach told me this evening this is a, a very important move for sport around the world, not just Olympic sport, because it is a, a constant battle that the federations and the National Olympic Committees face. Uh, it's a multi-page resolution. It was passed Friday by the United Nations. He asked them last year in his address to the General Assembly to consider such a resolution, and uh, they passed it Friday He's very happy with the outcome. What remains to be seen, however, is what will happen in, in practice, whether governments will respect this document of the United Nations as they uh, consider what to do about sport in their country. And I know we've said this is the largest edition of the IF Forum to date. Who else is at the forum this year? Well, we've got uh, representatives from all of the 94 sporting federations included in Sport Accord, which sponsors the IF Forum. There are representatives from the International Olympic Committee staff here because they're very closely involved with the international federations. We have participation here from Euronews, which is the biggest news channel, cable channel in Europe, which has just signed a partnership agreement with Sport Accord uh, to begin producing a 13-minute weekly program in January of 2015 that will highlight all of the sport federations in Sport Accord, not just the, the, the athletics, the swimming, the gymnastics, the well-known sports, but also the lesser-known ones as well. So that is an a way technology, in, in a sense, is coming to the aid of sport to help make some of these lesser-known events, lesser-known sports, uh, better, better known, uh, at least in Europe. Technology and the law is a topic up for discussion tomorrow at the forum. So what will be covered there? Well, one topic that sounds pretty interesting to figure out the connection there, can big data be used to predict litigation risk? so it can be avoided before it starts. Federations get involved with lawsuits from athletes challenging decisions to be suspended or the results of an event or some other governance issue. And uh, this will be a, a, a look at what, the, what big data can help show the, uh, the results of sport competition over years. Uh, the number of athletes, the, the way athletes have performed. That kind of big data, I think, is going to be used more and more in the future by, by federations and other sports organizations to analyze um, their risk. So uh, we're looking forward to hearing more about that. Should be interesting. Well, thank you for speaking with me today. That was ATR editor Ed Hula, who's in Lausanne this week covering the 2014 IF Forum. Be sure to check into Around the Rings online on Facebook and Twitter. Again, this is Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening.